Hi, this is Libby. And this is Roberta. And this is Art Blog Radio. Today we're talking with two members of the Grizzly Grizzly Alternative Gallery in Chinatown. That's Mike Ellison and Jacques Liu. And we're in their gallery in the old industrial building that now is the home to five artist-run spaces and some additional artist studios. It's called the Box Building, or that's what we refer to it as. We don't know what it's called, really. <laughs> and it's at 319 North 11th Street. There are no windows in the Grizzly space, and the room is filled to bursting with 35 works in their November show, which is called Other Possible Titles. And we're sitting here as we record this. They put out a call, just in case you're not clear. They put out the call for artists for this show in September and got almost 250 submissions from all over the U.S. and as far away as Ireland and Australia. Let's talk about the tremendous response you got for this show. This is Jacques. Hi. Um, we were hoping for a lot. Um, I, was, I was, would have been really happy if we had come up with uh, 100. We had um, nearly half of the applicants were from Brooklyn. Then we ended up only taking two of the people from Brooklyn, I think. And then most, a lot of the artists are actually from Philadelphia. And so we were, we were very, that made us very happy with the quality of the work that was in Philly. It was, it was very encouraging sort of for, to, to see the state of contemporary art because there was so much good work being done. One of the things that you've done in this show is to ask people to vote. There are 35 pieces of art in the room and people can vote on their favorite thing. This show, this show came about as a, as a way to get, get the audience really invested in the work. You know, I think like um, the average time that people spend in front of a piece of artwork is like three seconds. But there's, artists spend so much time making it, right? And then they, you know, they might be able to get everything they need to get in three seconds, you know, but they might not be able to also. We're trying to get the audience engaged more, more deeply, you know, so that and they're... And how, how are you doing that? Well, so by, by letting them vote, by giving them agency, then like, they have the ability to, to actually affect the outcome of something. And do you feel like it succeeded? Yeah, people stayed in here a lot longer, and then people would come back. I think this is our biggest show. Yeah. I've never seen so many people in this space at one time. Yeah, but we couldn't get in on opening night. That's you could right. I remember. Hey. Yeah. We could not get in the door. It was so full of people. And they didn't look unhappy either, those people. They were very happy to stand there and stare at what they were looking at. Yeah. So it was really great. And did you have any damage? I mean, that's the big question when you have a gallery and you have so many people at the opening. Anything fall off a pedestal or get knocked around? Nope. Knock on wood. Excellent. The other thing about this show, which, which I think we were trying to do, is that usually people, are like, they go in like a commercial gallery, right? They want to buy things, but none of our audience can really afford to buy anything. So like, what else are we giving them? You know, we're giving the artists a, a venue to show, but our audience is really educated in art. They, they have masters of fine art, they have a long history, this is their life, right? And just because they don't buy anything doesn't mean that they don't have value inside of here. And so by giving them the opportunity to vote, then we're using their knowledge to actually give them something else. So how, tell us how eight people juried this show, because that's a really, really large jury, right? Did everybody participate? Everyone participated, and then we had a couple of sessions. We had one um, first culling, culling session where we just looked at the images, and some of the artists we knew and some of the work, I think, required a little bit of context. So then if that came up, then we would say something about the work, you know, if it wasn't clear in the image right away. And then if they didn't sort of fit, you know, sort of the mission that we're looking for, you know, or, or some kind of grisly aesthetic, you know, then, then we would just 
not have that in there. What is the grizzly aesthetic? <laughs> Put me on the spot here. Yeah, Mike, uh, tell us. Uh, I don't know if you could actually describe it, uh, but you know it when you see it. So. <laughs> so who are the people who juried the show? There's me and Mike. Uh, there's Cindy Stockton-Moore. There's Mary Small, Dennis Matthews, Josh Weiss, Matt Price, and Ruth Scott. What's really cool about this group, I have to say, is that everybody does something else besides make art that contributes in some really important way here, right? For instance? For instance, um, Mary is an accountant, right? She handles all of our cash money, which is something which is always very harrowing for all artists, and it's really, really scary for us. So we're just like, this is how much money we spent, deal with it. Cindy used to be in a gallery. She used to run a gallery, and then so she brings a lot of that experience also. You know, I started this space in uh, another nonprofit space in Berlin. Inside these, I'm the drunk, these four walls. so I, yeah, I like to get right. drunk. I like to get drunk, too. I like to get drunk, too. So I'm the, the local drunk, so. So in the course of doing this, are you learning anything? Yes. Yes. What? <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> Dealing with artists? Is it tough? <laughs> pain in the ass. Who was the biggest pain really, in the ass? I mean, come on. Mike You've said, had no, some no. great shows. No, no. <laughs> no, no, no. It's Mike not. is the biggest pain in the ass. I know, I am the big pain in the ass. Uh, um, it's not a pain in the ass, but it, sometimes it can be. It's just emails, conversations, phone calls, just get everything organized and everything like that. But it's also beautiful to have something like this going. So what bankrolls this space? This is... I mean, this is an investment. We all put, you know, it's like going to dinner. You know, the space is $215 a month. So with that being said, you know, with three of us was kind of, when we first started, four of us, you know, it was 50, you know, 50, probably $60 a month with maybe 70 with paint. Tax and, and tip. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, It'll be great if we got tips. But when you think about it with eight people, yeah, you know? I know. It'll be great. But when you think about it with eight people, it's like going to dinner at night. We also put in you know, forty dollars a month now, maybe maybe more, maybe less, depending on the show and the painting, the gallery and miscellaneous things that we buy for the gallery. But you know that's a night on the town, you know. So we all put our own money in, and uh, what we get out of it is this, you know, this amazing thing that's that's happening. So yeah, tell us a little bit about your day jobs. Do all of you have day jobs? We do. <laughs> Good, so yes. Good yes. one. Uh, yes, yeah. ma'am. <laughs> Explain yourself. And? Uh, so I work as a, uh, a senior program associate at the Pew Center for Arts and Heritage. I bake. <laughs> I'm you a bake? baker. I bake, yeah. Really? Yep. Where do you bake? Um, Gioponto, uh, West Philly. We've been in there. Yeah, we love Gioponto. Yeah. So in the morning, I bake all their bread, and I ship, they ship it out to all the restaurants. And, and is the baking on site in the West Philly place, or is, it, is there a, a special the, baking for, place? It's actually, I have a, you know, there's only one baker, which is me, and I bake, basically I do all of it. And uh, I have a little spot in the Perlman Center for Cancer. It's in the hospital you pin. And so there's a room for me, you know, with all the baking necessities. In the hospital. In the hospital. So I'm around cancer treatment. Patients every every day, so I'm not I'm not I don't see them, but I see them when I walk out or do something. Yeah, yeah. You know. So. so, do you have a background in baking? 
<laughs> um, in high school, I, uh, I was a big fan of home economics. <laughs> I loved that. I was cooking. Met my first girlfriend there. Gave her a little bear. Really? Broke up with her. I didn't know that. Yeah. Shit happens. That's I don't great. Know. A bear? Uh, Is that something you cooked? Because I didn't kiss bear? her. I didn't kiss her. That's why she broke up with me. I didn't give her a kiss. I was like, oh. Well, what was the do? bear made out of then? A little silver bear, a little hard on it. Silver? I was, yeah, I asked for it back at her locker. <laughs> I, I, wish I, I wish I could go into detail, but that's how it all started, you know. The girl, the baking. It always starts with the girl. You know, that's and, great. <laughs> you've, got, you've got people coming in here showing work from out of town. When they see how tiny this space is or, and where it's at, what's their reaction? Oh, they get pissed. Do they? No, that's not <laughs> What the hell is it? No. They're like, we're not behind the is, is, is this your closet? No. So let's tell people what the dimensions are. What are the dimensions oh, of the space? I mean, space? right off, I, I think it's 19 by 11, maybe? 12, yeah. I, I thought of 14, but I'm not sure. I don't know. But I know it's 19 by a lower, <laughs> a lower number. number. A lower yeah. number. <laughs> but nobody's gotten mad, right? Nobody's gotten mad. Actually, the space is really romantic, I think. It's very tiny. It's great. I think it's a great spot. It's just enough space to have a show, in my opinion, or a certain kind of show, you know. It shape shifts. I mean, I've been in here when um, the two people from the Honeymooners mm -hmm. installed a kitchen in here, including what looked like a black and white tile floor and beams in the ceiling. It looked like a huge kitchen. Yeah, it was awesome. They had tap wine in that show. Yeah. Tap wine. That was, that was Paul best. and Paul, 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 Paul and Jim Carlton. So yes. Yeah, they did an amazing job of transforming the space. I mean, the, spa the space is small, but it's manageable. You know, what's, what's cool about this floor is that, like, with all these small galleries, you know, like, we're small enough, like, we're eight people. So, and that's, that's kind of a lot, right? But if we want to do something, we can just do it. You know, we have a lot of flexibility. If we, you know, like, this, this call for entries show, we're like, I was like, you guys want to do this? And like, yes, let's do it. It's done. You know, there's no organizational tape we have to go through. There's nobody we got to clear by, right? So Tiger also is that way. Napoleon's that way. Marginal's that way. You know, so it, it gives us a lot of potential for really innovative things to happen. Yeah, I think as long as we like you, it being that we like it being that loose. Yeah, I think as yeah. long as you stay as the sort of creature that you are, that you don't change it into an organization. That I would have. You can do be. this. I mean, it might eventually one day, but in a way, right. right now, the philosophy is I like the looseness. We don't have like an executive director, you know, like people fulfill different roles in the gallery, but, you know, there's no, there's no hierarchy of anything, you know, everybody has an equal vote. It's a round table. It's a round table. And you're not thinking of becoming a nonprofit at this point or... We're thinking about it because there's, there's, there's benefits for, the, you know, like for grants and stuff like that. Um, we're thinking about it's, it. It's on the table. Okay, well, we've been talking with uh, Mike Ellison and Jacques Lou at Grizzly Grizzly. Thanks so much, guys. It's been Thank great. you. Thank you. Art Blog Radio is brought to you by theartblog.org. Thanks to our sponsors, including the Knight Foundation. Also, we want to thank Peter Crimmins, who makes us sound good. He's our editor. And thanks to Eric Biondo for his music. You can download these podcasts at theartblog.org slash radio.